Con men, crooks and thieves, the focus of crime films that make being bad look so good. Easy to like and hard to catch, these nefarious smooth operators have populated cinema since its inception and continue to be ingrained into our collective subconscious to this day. We watch these characters who operate outside of the laws and societal norms that we are all used to in an almost gladiatorial display of violence and masculinity. But why are these underdogs, these scoundrels, these villains so easy to like and root for? I've always put it down to the fact that however bad the criminal we're following, our protagonist is their opposition the antagonist is worse however bad a person charlie croker is the italian mafia is worse however bad oceans 11 are benedict is worse here i will look at three films from the last 30 years to investigate how filmmakers use the forces of antagonism to get us to side with the criminal and the effect that has on us as an audience Baby Driver has its fair share of thrills, but is also a great example of how the antagonist affects the protagonist and our relationship with them. John Truby writes in his book on writing The Anatomy of Story that antagonists should be exceptionally good at attacking our hero's greatest weakness. Baby's greatest weakness is that he constantly turns a blind eye to the world around him and uses music to escape from it. The villains attack this weakness by forcing Baby to acknowledge the dubious world that surrounds him and confront this world through them. These antagonists force Baby to realise his inner self. When confronted with the overzealous Bats, he shows an inner strength which he uses to stand up to Bats. When Baby is confronted by Buddy, he is forced once again to face up to the challenge and not escape, this time literally. In Buddy, Baby is forced to face his possible future. Like Baby, Buddy didn't start out a criminal. He is a lover of music and a romantic, but he becomes the true antagonist when he loses that which he loves. It is then reasonable to assume that the loss of Deborah would affect Baby in a similar way. This is inferred in the diner scene. In confronting Buddy and later giving himself up, turning his back on a life of crime, Baby's inner self is revealed. Though we have seen Baby partake in acts of kindness as well as crime through the film, it is here that we are rewarded for siding with Baby, as he makes the right decision and is revealed as a kind person with a good heart. But that's enough on that. So we root for the criminal when the alternative is worse, but what about when the alternative is better? Michael Mann, a filmmaker who has spent most of his career working in the crime genre, gets you to root for the antagonist in many of his films. One such film is Heat. This is because the film is split almost evenly between law and crime, with the two opposing forces only meeting for a few key scenes. Man makes you root for the antagonist by constantly shifting your perspective between the two sides and making you understand things from either side's point of view. The cop, Vincent, is trying to maintain the edge that he needs to perform his duties properly while maintaining a relationship with his family, while De Niro's Neil is trying to avoid relationships in adherence to his code. They both fail. Vincent actually pushes away those he cares about by being too devoted to his work. Neil finds a relationship, but when faced with the choice of the quiet life he desires and a life of crime, he chooses crime, the life where there are still scores to settle. This puts him in conflict with his antagonist, but the film's protagonist. Then he chooses his code over his redeeming relationship. It could be argued that this leads to his downfall. Catch Me If You Can is a rare foray into the crime genre for Spielberg and follows real-life con man Frank Abagnale Jr. Traditionally, Frank should be the villain. 
He's the one breaking the law, but the film cleverly switches roles, making Tom Hanks's Carl Hanready come off as the villain for much of the film. Similar to Heat, this is done by shifting perspectives. When Carl finds Frank early in the film, you want Frank to escape as he does, but as Frank's perspective of Carl changes, so does ours, and we get more and more scenes from Carl's perspective until we are rooting for Carl to catch Frank, who has now become a danger to himself. This change in perspective is at the heart of many a crime film as it is key to the journey the audience goes on in this kind of story. This journey is much the same as Frank's arc in Catch Him If You Can. Frank enters the world of crime at the start of the film and gets a taste for it and lives out a wish fulfillment fantasy. He sees a Bond film and basically becomes Bond. This is the same as how the audience lives in the world of crime and enjoys the wish fulfillment that comes from this through a crime film. Over the course of the film, Frank learns that what he is doing is wrong and he must pay for his crimes. This acceptance redeems him. At the beginning of a crime film, we understand the decisions the characters make because they don't have a choice or their choices make sense or we understand why the choice was made. Who wouldn't want to get their own back on a bully, or have the respect of an airline pilot? But it is the antagonist's role to challenge these choices, and allow the protagonist to change, or if they don't change, it is often their role to punish them. It's no coincidence that in most crime films the criminals don't get away with it. If they do, they have to destroy their lives in the process. Often, if they change, they are allowed to survive. All of the films I have talked about here did very well at the box office, proving that these tried and tested methods work. Audiences are now used to them, and possibly even understand them. I myself am a huge fan of crime films, it is a genre I intend to spend much of my filmmaking life working within. I believe that a knowledge of how genres work can allow you to do something fresh, such as widening who these films are about beyond just white men, or allowing you to tread the same thematic path with confidence. Crime isn't going anywhere, and it seems filmmakers will have something to say about it for many years to come. Thanks to crime films, I want to make films about characters who live outside of our society. Characters who make decisions that redeem or destroy them. I will look back on the work of filmmakers before me to try and find my own voice, be it positive or negative. But one thing's for sure, it's going to be a wild ride.